good position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! to start one more trip round the sun. Everybody hoping this ride round be a little more giddy, a little more gay. Yep, all over town, champagne coaches are popping. Over in the Waldorf, the big shots is dancing to the strains of Guy Lombardo. Down in Times Square, the little folks is watching and waiting for that big ball to drop. They're all trying to catch hold of one moment of time to be able to say, right now, this is it. I got it. <laughs> Close by then, it'll be past. But they all happy. Everybody having a good time. Well, almost everybody. There's a few lost souls floating around out there. Now, if y'all ain't from the city, we got something here called a rat race. 
Got a way of chewing folks up so that they don't want no celebrating. Don't want no cheering up. Don't care nothing about no New Year's. Out of hope, out of rope, out of time. Well, the future, that's something you can never tell about. But the past, <laughs> that's another story. Hello, and welcome to episode 166 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. This is our special New Year's Eve episode. Uh, it's being recorded for you on Saturday, December 30th, 2017, at 18.35 p.m. Pacific Coast Time. The coast of the most. Crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign. You're fired, Ivor. One last time. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Yes, my friends and neighbors. Cheers to you, to all of you, from Las Vegas. This is uh, our game all Games of the Year edition of BLGP. Um, wow, it's crazy. Uh, what a fucking year. What a nightmarish, hellish year outside of gaming. Luckily, we have gaming. We have gaming, and beyond that, we have Linux, too. We, Ivor, do we have Linux? Do we have Linux, Ivor? Yeah, Ivor is saying yes, we do have Linux. Hey, Ivor, do we have games on Linux? Ivor is giving an emphatic nod, holding up the whiskey sign. So, cheers. Have a happy and a healthy New Year. Um, But, let us get to business, because... And I'm so glad that you could be with me, us, we, I, you, me, all of us, the Foss. I'm so glad that you you, you could find a moment to to join us. Um, These are dark times. These are dark, uncertain times. Uh, Net neutrality got repealed this year. That war will never end. Go join the EFF. EFF EFF.org. Um, and yes, the future looks uncertain at best, bleak at pragmatic, and hopeless and doomed at, uh, at worst. But, just like everything FOSS, just like all free and open source software, just like Linux, we all face the new year together. So, I'm so glad that you could be with us. Let's get to let's get to our top story, shall we? Well, we only have two. Um, the first one is Happy New Year. There you go. Happy Ivor. Ivor, you're fucking fired. Sorry, we have to fire him constantly because the guy will not fucking leave. I love you, Ivor. Um, so, first of all, Happy New Year. Yes, 
good. Second of all, I have a new video card installed. It is a NVIDIA 1080 Ti. And what goes to 11 other than the amps and Spinal Tap? Ooh, we should have this whiskey. You're right. I agree with you, listener. You're right. I I have been holding this whiskey in front of me. Mmm. 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 You don't hold the knife. You throw the knife. You drink the fucking whiskey. And you fucking come out swinging, kids. So, uh... We have a new video card, a 1080Ti, NVIDIA 1080Ti, GeForce, you know, blah. Um, It's an MSI uh, model, um, and we got it specifically to help us with our uh, Twitch streaming stuff, but also because it is a fully virtual reality-ready video card. Now, going back to our previous thought, what goes to 11? other than the amps and Spinal Tap. What in computer fucking history ever stopped at 11? Nothing! Because it makes no fucking sense! 64, 128, alright, fine. 2, 4, 8, 6, 12, 20 more? All of these are fine numbers. Well, guess what, my friends? My NVIDIA 1080 Ti has 11 gigabytes of video RAM. 11 gigabytes. Why? Who knows? Third base, exactly. Now, is it good? Well, I've been having some problems with Steam VR since uh, last we talked about it on the show. Um, and last week, we uh, actually posted a video to our YouTube channel www.bestlinksgames.com you can see that video there of uh, us playing of me, not us all of us, yes more, more, more No, of me playing uh, Serious Sam VR the first encounter um on our on this, our meager we've been having some problems with Steam VR since then, but that, that's interstitial bottom line is I would recommend if you're in the market for a new video card do what Jeff Jeffy Wise the genius my good friend and neighbor Jeff Jeffy Wise uh, did and buy as as did I a 1050 1050 Ti which is 150 bucks on Amazon That'll get you four gigabytes. It'll run three displays if you want. It will not really work out so well in terms of uh, the horsepower required for virtual reality and or for live streaming of three-dimensional games. Games that occur in all three dimensions. That's one, two, three. That would be X, Y, Z, O, and yes! Well, actually, that would be X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, but I have to say that this 1080 Ti card that I bought, which was 
the second most expensive video card I've ever fucking owned and actually has more video RAM, I think technically than basically every fucking video card that I've ever bought combined it's close, it's a close tie because I have two 970s which are a terrible card do not buy a 970 and I know that the 1050 has 4 gigabytes of uh, video RAM but it doesn't matter it does not 1050 is a fucking card for the record books in fact that is you know blah that's a great top story right there the NVIDIA 1050 Ti which you can buy on Amazon right now for as little as I want to say like oh fuck 180 bucks that with including shipping um is a legendary fucking video card it sips power it it emits no heat it it mm, hang on let me let me do some tai chi here mm. chops flays it dices slices never stops last lifetime mows your lawn and it mows your lawn picks up the kids from school gets rid of embarrassing <laughs> anyway lipstick on your collar and it's only a dollar the 1050 Ti is literally like a legendary it's 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 going into museums if there are museums left for us but the 1080 the 1080 Ti the card that I just replaced my 1050 with It, yes, it is about six times more expensive. And that is a lot of money. It was a, a horrifically expensive video card. But I was depressed. And I need it. Because it, it, this one goes to 11, don't you see? It goes to 11. See? Right? But, th- this, one go- no, but this one goes to 11, though. Um, 11 gigabytes of video RAM. So I ran... Uh, this this arrived yesterday and I ran some benchmarks on it um, specifically Valley Benchmark and uh, yeah it can power two displays in Ultra on Valley Benchmark I haven't done the whole Pharonics, uh test suite on it yet but I will, I shall I promise it destroyed Valley <laughs> Valley benchmark. It destroyed it on two monitors because I, I do have the third display. I have fucking so many goddamn fucking monitors. This is just a nightmare. Ivor, why did we have all these kids? What the fuck? I hate you. Zuzu's pedals. Okay, so psychotic freak out aside. I do have to have something to power the HTC Vive headset. So via display port via display port right now I have fucking I have four monitors in front of me, two of which are active. Valley Engine benchmark on Ultra yesterday with the 1080 Ti fucking killed it. I mean, two displays in uh, Videorama or whatever, where it's like, you know, 
it unifies the two displays or that's how it treats the two displays um I was getting uh on average our average frame rate was 49 point something frames per second across two displays that's just fucking ridiculous that's ridiculous that's just it should not even be allowed to be sold it should be a weapon of mass destruction so yes the 1050 Ti which is our old card is 150 bucks the 1080 Ti was right around $800 if you have serious streaming needs and who doesn't I mean we all have needs we all want to be liked we all want to be watched (laughs) why don't you watch me Um, the 1080 Ti has almost like literally three times the amount of video RAM as the 1050 that's really what you're paying for um later on uh tonight hopefully I'll be running both cards in an attempt at SLI mode if that works which I highly doubt holy shit it's the Death Star all over again you can suck my dick it will be insane I doubt it will work but as it stands this is a fantastic video card the 1080 the 1050 is fantastic as well but the 1080 is what Yeah, I mean, it, it made my head spin around while I ejaculated all over my own face. It was horrifying. I gave myself a facial. It was... I broke my jaw with my own boner. That's... It could be seen from space. That is how fucking powerful the 1080 Ti is. It is a fantastic video card, my friend. As Joel McCray might say. So... It's early days, though. I, I still haven't run the Fulferonics test suite on it. But, hey, Ivor, what do you say we get on with the rest of the show? It's only New Year's Eve and stuff. Well, night before New Year's Eve. Tomorrow, by the way, I'll be taking Group Commander uh, Daniel Mullahan to a very heterosexual, very heterosexual, manly. We are manly men. Yes! Manly, manly, Balls out, big dick, full throated, oh, <laughs> rape tastic. Even if you want, if you want to go there, which sure I'll go there. Um, <laughs> Jesus, we are going to a very heterosexual New Year's Eve kind of thing. You know, just two bros, eh? Oh yeah, brother. Oh. Oh, you got a big dick? I got a big dick. Is it hard? Oh, it's so hard. Big rock hard dicks. <laughs> Nothing gay about that. We are going to a very, very manly, 
very masculine two guys two heterosexual males are going to a very fantastically heterosexual can I emphasize that more um New Year's Eve party we're gonna go see Kristen Chenoweth sing oh hey Ivor can you can you can you just can you give us a little taste of see she she's tiny oh my god it's us we're here they're here already <laughs> so Kristen Chris hmm Christine Chen Kristen Chenoweth who is 4.2 feet tall. She's a pocket girl. <laughs> God, I'm going to hell. Don't you understand? This bitch on a Prairie Home Companion, I'll never forget it. I was going to um Classic Gaming Expo, CGE 2003, with the first copies of the pre-publication galley of uh, my book, Blue Wizard is About to Die. And this bitch came across my radio. I was on the freeway. And I almost crashed my fucking car. Here we go! So yeah, that's that. That's what Danny and I will be doing uh, tomorrow night, New Year's Eve. A very heterosexual New Year's Eve. Trust me. Not that I have anything against gay people, but we are gonna be fucking manly men tomorrow as we hug each other and weep. I swear to God, this bitch can sing. Any, a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, 
it's like having your soul ripped out of you. You know, it kind of feels like that. Um, hey, you know, it's Elliot. I'm, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Cross, I, I don't think that this, it probably scared the fucking shit out of people. You know what, Elliot? God damn it, you're right, Elliot. Thank you, Mr. Cross. You're fired. Uh, 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 what? Huh? Hell, what? It? Ah, Scrooge reference for all of you out there who are still insatiable. You guys are fucking nuts. You want more Christmas? Oh my God, there's so much Christmas inside of your face. All right, so that concludes our top stories. Ivor, will you do us the honors of hitting them? Yeah. yeah hey, honey, I lost my job. And, um, yeah, Mr. Cross is a very nice guy. You know, I'm so sick and drunk. Sorry. I'm sorry. Please, Mr. Burden, would you, w- 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 Dick? Please, would you, would you just give us, give us some? Oh, dear father, I forswear, I forswear, I forswear, I swear, I forswear. <gasps> Thank you, Mr. Burden. Okay, so shall we get to the top ten? Best games. For Linux of 2017, the best Linux games podcast game of the year awards. Here we go. Ivor, will you hit them with it? Or what? Are you just gonna... Ivor is so sad. He looks like he's been fired. You're fired, you lazy fuck. Sorry, had to fire Ivor Molina again. Hit him with it. Oh my god, it's Bolivians! Bolivians! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's teacher, I can't read you. I can't read you, I can read your mind. Take it, Kooky. Yes, indeed, it is time for the magic hour. We are also live streaming simultaneously to our recording of this uh, it is time for the top 10 best games of the year for your GNU slash Linux operating system oh my goodness my brothers my friends my fellows my friends and neighbors we got a list for you this year it's always hard I mean, yes, that that too is always hard, but that's a different story. (laughs) Ah, uh mm. It's always hard. Every year, this is the third year that we've done this. Every year is always a difficult challenge. First of all, organizationally, trying to figure out what the fuck came out this goddamn year this year excruciatingly has been a travail I will not lie to you 
on one hand, you have all of the games with all of the stuff, all of the things that you like and that, you know, etc. And then on the other hand, you have all the shit, the endless mire of shit. Luckily, yes, that was the sound of whiskey being poured. Luckily, there is whiskey. No, um, but frankly and honestly, the big problem with doing this BLGP, Best Links Games Podcast, end of the year, game of the year awards, is that we only cover games that are available for the GNU slash Linux operating system, which we know and love. And then inside of that, you have a perpetual conflict of what was the biggest, best game in Russia? You know, what was the biggest AAA title to come to Linux this year? What was the biggest AAA title to come to Linux? I don't give a fuck. I've played over 250 fucking games exclusively for Linux. I mean exclusively on Linux. Not that they were exclusively designed for Linux. I have played this year as I have for the previous three years over 250 fucking games. And now we are going to do the top 10. And the way that I select these titles there are several criteria first of all it must have been released well although last year eh, (laughs) we kind of bent those rules that's okay I run the show so it's alright trust me it's gonna be okay um last year I did kind of bend the rules but generally speaking it must have been made available for Linux in whole cloth more or less there's a big fucking you know blah like I mean one of the games that's not on our list this year is Dead Cells which I've only been able to play via Flatpak Linux because Flatpak fucking packages all of the bullshit takes all the bullshit out of wine Windows is not uh, or uh, wine is not uh Windows emulator or whatever the fuck you know go to www.playonlinux.com um we're not covering any of those games we only cover games that run quote unquote natively in Linux and this will be our third year so yeah um we only cover games that run natively in Linux via Steam so Dead Cells not on our list. Not woo. Use your words, Seth. Not on our list. Even though Dead Cells is one of the best games that I have played this year or any year. To that end, you come up against 
a secondary roadblock where you want to reward if 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 you and I did not care about video games themselves you would not be listening to me I care about Linux a lot I care about video games more than I care about Linux where the two conjoin I'm making if if for those of you not watching the live stream at twitch.tv slash Sprite S-K-O-O-K-U-E-S-P-R-I-T where the two conjoin is really what this podcast is all about because now you can have the best games more or less running on your Linux box natively thank you Steam thank you Valve But there is a there is a fundamental complication there because it's like uh, Debbie, it's like there are major releases, AAA titles. I hate that word, but I keep selling out and using it. I'm sorry, but major, major, major AAA titles. You know the fucking. Hundred million dollar club in terms of production, development, promotion, design, etc. Most of which has sucked for a long time. However, there are some fantastic titles. Just the same. We do not wait. That's W-E-I-G-H-T. Wait. Canoe. As in... uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm doing Amy Archer. Mm. Oh, and how I would love to do Amy Archer. Uh, Excuse me. That was completely inappropriate. We do not wait. Every year, when I assemble this list, I do not wait. My abject devotion and love to Feral Interactive or other porters of, you know, world-class AAA fucking modern video gaming, quote-unquote um, titles, I give you the top 10 best games that I have played for Linux, and all I do is play video games on Linux. I do not play Windows games. That's why it's called the Best Linux Games fucking podcast. So, shall we be, shall we proceed? I say yes. So, in reverse order, starting with number 10, Oh, and we have so we, what I'm trying to say here is if there's a game that you really love well, fucking hit me up on Twitter at VegasWriter V-E-G-A-S-W-R-I-T-E-R 
Hit me up on Twitter. That's the best and most effective way. If there's a game that you particularly love that came out in 2017, which had Linux support, that is not, that that you feel I've slighted or is not represented in this list, then hit me up, baby, or hit us up on the Steam Steam group. Best Linux Games, uh, Best Linux Games, uh, BLG Mofo, actually, I think is our Steam acronym. So, not acronym, our Steam handle, our shorthand for our group. And tell your friends. Because we rock. We rock so hard, it's just ridiculous. And this year, we rocked harder than ever. So, at number 10, we have Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Number 10, Hollow Knight. A side-scrolling two-dimensional platformer that is fucking unbelievably hard and very confusing. Um, It is uh, another term that I hate to use, Metroidvania. It is Metroidvania squared. Squared and cubed and side split and etc. Hollow Knight is a skills-based, side-scrolling, two-dimensional platformer with at first an unassuming visual style with an unassuming character. And you too, you and the character, you as the player and the the character is the character go on to explore a oh it's 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 an incredibly beautiful two-dimensional uh world and i think that hollow knight might actually uh introduce to a new generation of people younger than myself I am old as dirt. Twice as old as dirt. Easily. Carbon date me, baby. Date me any way you want. Please. Don't just carbon date me. Um, Hollow Knight might, in, might reintroduce to a new generation of gamers. Um, I'm speaking of, you know, the younger people. Like, you know, you're in your teens as you hear this voice then Hollow Knight might help to explain to you what a two-dimensional side-scrolling platformer actually is about. It's a skills-based game, but it is very hard and very confusing. Um, it's like Axiom Verge from a couple years ago. That's another great game. Um, Axiom Verge but without the Metroid part of Axiom Verge, Hollow Knight is purely you and your sword, which is a nail, and uh, exploring a bug colony, an abandoned bug colony. So that's number 10, Hollow Knight. A fantastic game, very difficult. I have not beaten it. That's how difficult it is.
So, number nine. Nine. On our Best Links Games podcast, Game of the Year Awards. Number nine is Space Pirates and Zombies 2. Space Pirates and Zombies 2, which you can hear a full review of uh, in earlier episodes of this show. Um www.bestlingsgames.com Space Pirates and Zombies 2 Spaz 2 uh, is a fantastic magnum opus that has as much charm and wit and humor as it does actual guts and gameplay um On one, it's it's a game that's actually in two parts, but they coexist and uh, occur simultaneously. On the one half of the game, you have ship management, building, and construction in a fantastically efficacious, uh, easy to learn, but very very difficult to really drill down into the nitty gritty. It has a lot of fine detail that is not obvious or necessary for you to understand at first, but eventually, once you get addicted to it, you will be designing your ships with just a fucking constant details-oriented perspective, but for the first, you know, 30 hours, the first time through the game, you will not care, which is cool. So that's one half of the game. The other half of the game, well, so three halves of the game, to quote click and clack. In the third half of the show, the other, the middle part of the game, all these are going on simultaneously. The middle part of the game is actually a very addictive and simple, but light beer and pretzels kind of uh, light uh, star uh, uh, what's the word Uh, light galactic conquering we're going to set up star bases and we're going to have all these people and then we're going to build fleets we're going to recruit people and stuff like that Um, element that's a map that's how you fly from place to place the third element is the best element in my humble opinion. And all three of these elements work at exactly the same delicious, delicious. Ah, yes, hello. Hi, how are you? Well, we're going to play a video game. Do you want to play a video game? Would you like to have some fun with me? That is exactly what Space Pirates and Zombies that's the tone of Space Pirates and Zombies 2. That's exactly what it's like. The third element of the game is actual combat where you engage with, you know, you can have a wingman, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. You actually use in fucking glorious uh, 3D space um, all of your weapon systems and your ship's characteristics to dominate, destroy, defeat, and um, conquer your actual space ship to ship 
opposition in, you know, uh, a simplified three-dimensional space that is like a flattened world. So like you can only move along the X and Y axes. There is no Z, which is really cool. It sounds kind of restrictive and horrifying, but it is so cool. It makes makes it a fucking great game to get stoned and play. So that is Space Pirates and Zombies 2. Number 9. So number 8. Ah! Jet O'Mero! J-E-T-T Oh, you know what? Let's make sure that we're actually spelling this correctly. Ivor, you fucker! Why did we fire Ivor? We should have kept him into the new year and then fired him. J E T T O M E R O. Say it with me. Jetomero. Jetomero, the savior of the universe. Jetomero is a fantastic, it's very short, fantastic, independently developed game. Um by one guy, it's a one one team one guy team it's a one whatever, it's a very short game, but Jet O'Mero has a visual vocabulary that you should feel very bad about yourself if you buy this game on sale you should pay full price, you should give Pay the man his money. Oh, he does his check, check, check. Jet O'Mero is a fantastic, fantastic visual revelation in which you take on the role of a giant mechanized robot. But that, that sounds sinister. You are built for love. And the entire visual style of Jet O'Mero is, it's very much like Katamari Damashi, but kind of in the inverse. Um, it is not a sinister game. You want to help people. Unfortunately, you also happen to be about, uh, you know, uh, 0.8 miles tall. You're a giant fucking mechanized robot. And you have these beautiful little ragdoll physics, and you travel the universe and land on planets trying to help and save humanity. Unfortunately, you're kind of accident prone, and yeah, I'm sorry about your city. I didn't mean to. Oh my god, a nuclear reactor. I didn't mean to blow up your nuclear reactor. And then, boss encounters. Um, it is a poem. It's a poem. Jet O'Mero. Jet O'Mero at number eight. Go buy it. He's here to save humanity. And then, you know, uh, throughout uh, the game, via cutscenes and stuff it, that are told in um, graphic novel-esque um, panel kind of things, you learn all about who you are, what you're doing. Why am I here? What's life all about? 
Well, tonight is it. Genomero is a fantastic fucking game. It is very short. Um, but this guy, the guy who made Genomero, he absolutely deserves. Generally, deserves does not figure in to my calculations for best games for the end of the year. But Genomero, right now, through uh, what? I think the fourth. I want to say is 33% off. It's uh, $8.70. Go buy it. If you like art in your video games, if you like video games as works of art, Jed O'Mero, oh, brother. It's short, but it is fantastic. Many happy returns to Ghost Time Games and, uh, Yeah, Jed O'Mero. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, it's almost like a movement drama. Almost like a, what, what do you call it? Um, almost like a giant robot trying to save humanity. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to kill you all! <laughs> It's pretty awesome. It's it's like Buster Keaton, like Charlie Chaplin, like Harold Lloyd, fucking in a video game. They're not fucking. They're not fucking each other. But I'm, it's like they're all. That's like who. Anyway, so that's that's number eight, Jed O'Mara. Number seven. <laughs> are you are, are are you not content? How do you feel about, uh, you know, I don't know. What do you want? I want everything. Everything? Everything! Number seven is everything. That's literally the name of the game, my friends and neighbors. This is a man. You want to talk about a game that is a poem? I mean, a poem. Everything is a game in which oh man, you don't need to learn Tai Chi to learn everything about everything. Everything you start off as nothing. You can go to less than nothing. You can go up from nothing. Doesn't matter. Whatever you like. Whatever you wish. It is fantastic. It is a Zen masterpiece that was designed for people who are stoned out of their fucking minds to go, oh my god, I wish I had this when I was a kid. Everything is fan bloody tastic. I I just I don't I don't know how else to describe everything. But right now it is 50% off down from $14.99. It is totally worth full price, but right now it is $7.49. The name of the game is everything. Everything. As in, bring me everyone? No. Everything! I've had religious... 
I've had moments of religious experience inside of everything, which is to be expected because it's everywhere. It's in you. It's in me. Mm. Yes. <laughs> that is why you fail. <laughs> everything is a fantastic game especially if you like myself live in Las Vegas or anywhere where recreational rec, bleh, rec, recreational weed is available you can get stoned off your flabby butt and play everything when I became a butterfly the first time I I mean I cried I literally cried in a very heterosexual, manly kind of way. But, uh, yeah. And then, um, when I became planets, when I became geometrical things, when I made things dance, when I gathered herds together of other creatures like myself, I imagine you as an ibex or an antelope perhaps sipping from a mountain stream maybe we met once oh what fun we would have had foraging together as I picked grubs and nits from your coat or perhaps we only touched antlers once and parted never to meet again well can I at least call you dear <laughs> everything so that is number seven everything is number seven whoa it's a good game especially if you are stoned Whoa, it's a very good game. Now, number six. A little more, what do you call it? Um, earthly. A little less cosmic, a little less Taoist, a little less godly, a little less Tai Chi. A lot more, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Number seven. Or number six is well I won't warn you hit him with it please please hit them with the shovel now Ivor now number six is Asian 47 Yes, that's right. Number six is Hitman. Oh my goodness. It's almost inexpressible how delighted I am to be able to say that Hitman came to Linux this year. Thank you, Feral Interactive. I love you, Feral Interactive. You, you guys, I love you. You're my friends. You don't hit me. 
You don't hit me when I cry. You don't hit me because I cry. But Hitman will fucking kill you. Hitman? Mm. Hitman 2 Silent Assassin was the finest game in the franchise, in my humble opinion. But next to the sequel that came immediately after, I can't remember, I always get confused. It's Hitman Blood Money or Hitman, no, it's Hitman Contracts. But Hitman Available for your GNU slash Linux operating system. Oh my goodness. It is all of the best elements, minus the story elements. Um, it is all of the best elements from the entire Hitman franchise. So you wanna kill people, eh? You wanna you wanna really you wanna really be an assassin. Well, this is the game. This is the game. And it is magnificent. It is fluid in terms of controls, gorgeous in terms of graphics. Play mechanics wise, um it actually is very similar to Hitman 2 Silent Assassin um, which is by far the best game in terms of gameplay oh well you know you have one target or several targets but you have one target let's just say one the geography how are we going to know the geography well you're going to learn the geography well, what am I going to wear? Well, hmm. You're going to wear your suit. What 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 weapons do I have? What 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 Well, you can take whatever you wish. But it's generally better if you take nothing. How do you feel about piano wire? How do you feel about a garrote? Yeah. It's a fiber wire garage. How do you feel about being a whisper on the sea, buddy? Just a whisper on the sea. A face among the crowd. Get in. Eliminate your target silently without being seen. Or fucking blast the shit out of everything. But when you really love Hitman, it's a hard game, but when you really love it, tell this number. Let me talk to our mutual friend. Do you understand? No women, no kids. It is that good. When you are a ghost, a whisper, a rumor, a phantasm, a, a, not a phantom, but a phantasm. Something like that.
that's when you start getting good at Hitman. And the best part about Hitman is when you get discovered, and you will be discovered, you will go through Extremis! Oh my god! Unscripted Extremis! You will see humanity and security as the system that it is. You will be discovered! There will be an opportune moments. Things will go fucking pear-shaped, it's up, sideways, and... Oh, all ends in tears, and out come the silver ballers, my friends! Ah, bam, bam, bam! And you will visit horrific, horrific violence. Horrific violence. It is a fantastic game. And Hitman, which came to Linux this year. Thank you, Pharaoh. I love you, Pharaoh. Hitman... It's got the goods. And they actually um, have a weird season pass kind of thing. Like, they, they keep adding new... Oh, well, they don't... It's been a while since they've added a new one, but they... There are many aspects of Hitman. And yes, it's a full reboot. It's not Hitman 5. It's just called Hitman. Available for your new slash Linux operating system. Oh my goodness. How do you want to kill him? How do you want to kill him? You want to become one of his security guards? You want to poison his food? You want to drop a metal truss on his head? You want... Hitman is a fantastic game and we are very lucky that it has come to Linux. So that's number six. Number five. Road Redemption, baby! Road Redemption! Do you remember, my friends and neighbors, about 3,000 years ago, on the Sega Genesis, and then eventually on Windows 95-based computers, there was a game called Road Rash. A game, a racing game, in which you, on a motorcycle, went from point to point, it was a straight up single circuit uh, dot A dot B finish line on a map. Not a circular thing. Do you remember a game called Road Rash in which you, my friends and neighbors, jumped on your motorcycle and began to fight? on your motorcycle against an insane and completely uh, what do you call it um looking for a word that means illogical an insane biker gang race people group thing cohort and you killed each other constantly well it's been a long time and Road Rash, well, it died. Road Rash 2 was my favorite, by the way. Until Road Redemption. Road Redemption, my friends, which has multiplayer. Let's check it out. Road Redemption. 
$13.99. Forgetting the multiplayer. Road Redemption combines all the best aspects of Road Rash where, oh, hey, yeah, someone's rubber banding up to you and they're about to hit you in the face with a chain and you reach out and you grab the chain and you wrench it away from them and then you fucking beat them in the face and the helmet and you keep hitting them and then, oh, beep, beep, you kick them. Oh, look, hey, buddy. Looks like looks like it's time for a truck. You kick them right in the fucking face of a semi and they die. And then you cross the finish line and you are champion. Well, that kind of action is pussy shit in comparison to the hardcore carnage that is Road Redemption and independently developed and fucking magnificent. I, uh, go back to our previous episodes uh, look for Road Rash Redeemed I think was the name of the episode Road Redemption makes all of the everything I just described sound like pussy shit you got fucking guns and jump jets and uh, well I won't ruin any of the surprises but ultimately beyond um, the single player campaign which is fantastic and well worth playing Road Redemption which is $13.99 that's it wow 30% off normally it's 20 bucks but it's $13.99 Road Redemption combines all of those aspects along with a rogue like run-based mentality wherein if you die, you die but the upgrades that you unlock and that you buy are permanent it is fantastic it's a blending of Road Rash with RPG with roguelike and then once you get really good at the game then you can start playing uh, online, which is super fun. It's very fun. So Road Redemption is our number number five game. Er, yeah, our fifth game. Number four, Marty. We have to take you back. Take you back, back to the future. It's Olivia's. Number four is Super Time Force Ultra. A game that I will not bother trying to describe to you because you, by this point, in the future, your past, my present, actually, I'm sorry, my past, your present, I'm sorry, your future, my past, your present. Exactly. When you catch up to me later on in the past, my past, not your... We will not go through this! Super Time Force Ultra is a fantastic, side-scrolling, two-dimensional, Contra-style, slash Bro-Force-style um, 
shooter that plays with time. Do you, hey, do you have time? Because there's no time like the present. You're already late, but that's okay because we're ahead of schedule now that I've come back here to tell you about the future, which is in the past, and we'll catch up. You got to catch up, though. You got to buy Super Time Force Ultra. One of the most innovative... It's not the most beautiful game it's in the world. It is not the longest game in the world. It is fan-bloody-tastic. You will love it. I know you'll love it because you've already played it. You're not... You don't know that you've played it, but that's later for you. Previous to me and in the future for you once you get to the present which will be presently momentarily trust me count down as you buy the game Super Time Force Ultra is one of the most innovative fucking brilliant video games I've ever played it's very short it is eminently satisfying and Although I was kind of reticent to say that it was worth full price during our full review earlier this year. Right now it is $5.09. 66% off. Buy Super Time Force Ultra. Trust me. You, you already did trust me. That, that's later in my past, your future, which is the present. You just don't know it yet, but you're catching up. You catch on pretty quick. Super Time Force Ultra, where you control time on a uh, basic line edit caliber scale and insert characters where you will and it's it's like additive composition in terms of classical music it's it's like minimalist additive composition um you need to buy it it's five dollars and nine cents you've trusted me before i know because that's your future but my past and our present right now our present my present to you is number four, Super Time Force Ultra. Behold the chaos. Check out www.bestlinuxgames.com to see a video of what this game actually looks like because it's difficult to describe conceptually. It is fantastic. Normally $14.99. Right now, $5.09. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. I'm glad you bought it already. That's cool. Long Took you long enough. Okay, so <laughs> Super Time Force Ultra, number four. All right, number three. Number three in Best Things Games Podcast Game of the Year Awards. Mm, number three is Dirt Rally. Thank you, Feral Interactive. Dirt Rally is the finest rally sport off-road racing game ever made. It 
is as fucking hardcore, stone cold, as serious as as any racing simulation that you've ever played. Um, it is entirely realistic. The controls are fluid. The tuning is orgasmic in its complexity. It brings to life the full and complete off-road rally racing experience in all of its varieties and all of its realism in cockpit motherfucker you're on the wheel and by the way if you try to play this if you try to play dirt rally without fucking playing manual transmission then guess what you're a poser and a loser a loser Elwan weenie just saying kids just saying you will careen off the track you will you will die you will thrill to every subtle nuance of every performance tweak that you can get across all kinds of varied tracks, terrains uh, etc in absolutely by far the finest and most superlative uh, rally racing game ever made ever with callouts and by the way you better fucking use manual transmission and you better fucking rely on your co-pilot we're talking across you want a mud bath you want a fucking hill climb, you want ice, you want snow, you want gravel to snow to ice, you want... This is the game. Dirt Rally. Maybe the finest racing game I've ever played. Ever. Forget Rally. Gran Turismo uh, 2. No, Gran Turismo, the original Gran Turismo was fantastic, but that's not a rally game. This is off-road. Nothing is ever the same way twice. You have to know your car. You have to know your tuning. And the career mode is fantastic. It just, I mean, it really brings it all together. You will love Dirt Rally. If you've been waiting for a game like, um... Oh, fuck. I always forget the names because I'm a thousand years old that's right Ivor cheers to you more whiskey so Dirt Rally is uh, our number three by Dirt Rally friends this is Hobart Lipschultz your friendly neighborhood announcer by Dirt Rally why because because you love it Dirt Rally is $11.99 and it is fucking fantastic. And it has call-outs now. Check out previous uh, episodes of the podcast to hear our full ecstatic review. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. I'm looking at, I'm actually looking at the reviews for people um, who've played Dirt Rally. 
Oh, GameSpot is still around. Fuck those guys. No, I'm just kidding. GameSpot says this is a this is as authentic a portrayal of Rally as you're likely to find and proves to be not just a return to form for Codemasters, but its best game to date. And Codemasters doesn't fuck around, neither does Feral Interactive. I love you, Feral. I love you. I'm wearing your underwear, Feral Interactive. Yes, it is I. <laughs> Sydney Feldman. So Dirt Rally. Oh my god, it is so good. It is so good. Ninja boners can be seen from space when you play that game. If you like rally racing. So, number two. Aren't you a little bit excited? I'm kind of excited. And I hate countdown episodes. Looks like we're on time, eh, Ivor? Yeah. Ivor no longer works here. Let's have some whiskey. Number two, Best Linux Games Podcast Game of the Year Awards. Third year. Number two. You walk into a room, okay? You walk into a room in a skyscraper. Come out of an elevator. Okay? You have nothing. You have a baseball cap. That's it. In front of you are literally 20 guys with fucking automatic weapons. Grenade launchers. Machine guns. Pistols, Uzis, machine pistols, assault rifles, grenades. You walk out of this elevator. Ding! All of these guys are there to stop you from getting from that elevator to where it is you're going. And they are alert, awake, aware. They are hot, wet, and ready, baby. They know what you look like. They know you. They know you. And they are They've all been instructed to shoot on sight, to murder you, to annihilate you. Ding! I know you're not some sort of baleful, fucking, malicious maniac. No, you are not some sort of divine retribution. For fucking sins untold. This security force in this skyscraper, Nakatomi Plaza! It's not Nakatomi Plaza, but it might as well be. No, you are not a god. You are not an agent of a god. You're just you in your red ball cap. So, ding! 
the doors open. And as the guns come out, and as the bullets begin to fly, you're behind them. And you throw them out windows. And then you knock their heads together. And you pick up a fucking coffee cup. And you bash their brains in. Oh, oh, hey, buddy. Hey, 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 hey. Guns, oh, what's this? I'm behind you. <laughs> hey, you know, it's funny when I make you kill your friends. Look, it's him. It's pain. Get him! You're standing there in one moment and you lure them to that perfect crossfire ambush situation where A is facing B and, you know, you're in in the pocket, you're in the ambush zone and guess what? I'm not there! And they wipe each other out. Hey, buddy, you gotta stop killing all your friends! And then you throw them out of windows! And you're fucking everywhere! And you are teleporting through walls! You are literally 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 using a soft touch such as with a pillow which you pick up and you Hurl it so hard that it kills a man! Oh, it is awesome! This is the world of Mr. Shifty. Mr. Shifty. S-H-I-F-T-Y. A game which brings up many troubling moral implications. Because yes, you are unarmed. You do not use guns. You... You do not use weapons. However, anything that you pick up, unnecessary, by the way, generally, although once, hmm. Oh, look, a broom. It's time for everyone to die by broom. Not kidding. Oh, look, a stick. Oh, look, a computer keyboard. Time for everyone to die. Mr. Shifty is a fantastic game. All you can do as Mr. Shifty is you have the power to phase shift. So, boom, 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 boom. I can go through walls. I'm in front of you. I'm behind you. Just like that. Hi. Hi, my name's Seth. Seth Fingers from Barkin. Hi. You know me as Scoogies. I'm behind you. <laughs> now let's have fun with proximity mines. Now, Mr. Shifty is not the longest game in the world, but it is one. It's our number two for the Game of the Year Awards, Best Linux Games Podcast Game of the Year Awards, number two, Mr. Shifty. It's a top-down, um, straight-up top-down, um,
fantastic game in which, oh, hey, buddy, 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 hey, look, yeah, oh, you, you pull out your gun, okay, fine, shoot me, I'm sorry, I'm not there, I'm behind you, and now you're going through a fucking window! I worked, you hit them with that. Jesus, Hylor. It is a fantastic opus of skills-based carnage. It's you against the world. And you know what? It's me and my ball cap. How's, how's your security? I'm here to check the security. I'm here to check that all of you are dead. <laughs> It is a fantastic game. Independently developed. Mr. Shifty, let's find out. You can see some videos of it on www.bestlinksgames.com. Oh my god. Mr. Shifty builds itself as teleport, shift through bullets, and master lightning fast takedowns in an all new kind of action game from Tiny Build and Team Shifty. This is one of the most magnificent games of 2017. That's why it is number two on our list. Um, oh, and it runs great on Linux. Uh, but, <laughs> but Ivor, well, I like this cigarette. Ivor Molina is going to explain how he's going to do us a favor. Right, Ivor? You're going to do us a favor, right? Please? I'm prepared to do you a favor. Oh, that's good, Ivor. You're like Mr. Shifty. That's so cool. You see, we can do this one or two ways. Okay. We can do it the nice way. All right. Which I think you'll prefer. Because the other way is, is that my friend here takes you one by one, puts your head through the fucking window. <laughs> That's Mr. Shifty. Mr. Shifty, literally, a pillow is a deadly weapon. In fact, Mr. Shifty does not require any weapons to be 100% deadly 100% of the time. You know, it's funny. You know, I was... I see him recognizing power. I was... You know, I was thinking about you, Mr. Shifty. Mm. It seems... <laughs> anyway, so, Christopher walking aside. Sorry. Mr. Shifty is fucking awesome. And this is part of the hard work. I mean, I'm not kidding. Part of the hard work that we do here... For you, our friends and neighbors, Mr. Shifty, as we were tallying up everything this year, Mr. Shifty, oh boy, is that a great fucking game. <laughs> You've never played anything like it. You will be shocked and horrified at how malevolent and basically morally wrong everything you're doing, Mr. Shifty, is... But they have guns and they're going to kill me. And so... 
I guess it is kind of wrong that I'm throwing them through windows and making them explode each other and doing this like with a whimsical merriment. <laughs> and pure joie de vivre. You're making me lose all my joy de vivre. Joie de vivre. That's right, mother liquor. So that is number two, Mr. Shifty. Our number one best game for your GNU slash Linux operating system of 2017. Best Linux games podcast. Game of the fucking year. Mother liquor. Our game of the year for 2017. Is a surprising one. Bomber Crew. B O M B E R space C R E W. That would be Bravo, Robert, Omega, Mega. Burr Crew. Bomber Crew, number one best game of 2017. Bomber Crew. Inside of this silly looking little cartoon styled seeming simplification of uh the Battle of London, basically the Blitz, from the perspective of a 1940s era British Lancaster based bomber. I mean, well, the Lancaster, it's based inside of a. You fly a fucking Lancaster, is what I'm trying to say. This seemingly simple, happy, cartoonified looking at first blush game conceals possibly the best and most um, visceral and horrifying and um, in a lot of ways very realistic (laughs) even though it is a simulacrum, even though it is a simplification it is ironically very realistic depiction of what RAF fucking bomber crews during prior to the blitz and all the way through the war actually ended up fighting no you are not in a supermarine spitfire mark 2 which is by far the greatest aircraft ever made in terms of world war 2 Oh, air superiority fighter, yeah, light bomber, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's, no. You're not in a supermarine Spitfire Mark II. You're not even a supermarine Spitfire Mark I. You're in a Lancaster. One of the worst. And no, my goodness, there are a thousand ways to die in a bomber crew. A thousand ways to die. We're on fire. 
Well, we lost the, we lost the hydraulics, and we're gonna land now. And there are no more parachutes, and there's seven of us, and there are two parachutes because that's how I like to equip it. Or our engineer is out there on the wing repairing engine number four as flak opens up beneath us and oh shit we've been spotted on radar here come the ME109s and now we have to dive into the flak and I'm so sorry Jenny Jenny our engineer tumbling off the wing without her parachute People die constantly. And once you get very, very, very excellent at the game, people die constantly. I flew a hundred missions with one crew. That's the best that I've done in Bomber Crew. Then they all died. They all died when... <laughs> we had taken too much structural damage I was not aware of it we had fully functioning landing gears we were fine we were gonna be fine we were gonna be fine here we go we have one minute's left of fuel <laughs> we're on approach we drop our gear everything is fine Everything is fine. And oh God, we touch down and one gear folds up underneath our right wing and we twist and pitch and explode and everyone dies right there on the runway. And it was horrifying. It is fantastic. All right, bomber, I need you, Jenny. Jenny, engineer, what's our fuel like? Okay. All right. We <laughs> We're not going to make it, kids. Uh, but all we have to do is drop this payload. All right. Get in the fucking bomb of your site. All right. Cool. Open the fucking doors. All right. Uh, okay. Hey. Hey, Ventral. <sighs> our gunners are spending ammo like it is going out of style because... We have fucking five fucker wolves or whatever the fuck all over us and everything. And we are on fire too, by the way. Um, you know, it is that kind of game. Bomber Crew. Cheers to Bomber Crew. A game that I cannot recommend more heartily. Bomber Crew is the finest game that I have played in 2017 for the GNU slash Linux operating system. It is a magnificent game. It is magnificent. So, should all acquaintance be forgot? Let's go through our list 
just real fast. Before I wish you a happy new year. You and yours. Happy and a healthy. At number 10, we had Hollow Knight. At number 9, we had Space Pirates and Zombies 2. At number 8, we had Jet Omero. He's here to help. At number 7, we had everything? Everything. Yes, everything. At number 6, we had Greetings 47. We had Hitman. At number 5, uh, I'm not sure, but we had Road Redemption. At number four, we had Super Time Force Ultra. Oh, no, at number five, we had Dirt Rally. At number four, we had Super Time Force Ultra, which you already know about because we came back to tell you, bring you up to speed. Then at number three, we had Dirt Rally. I think. Or Road Redemption. Doesn't matter. Then number two, Mr. Shifty. S-H-I-F-T. I'm behind you. <laughs> and now you're being thrown through a window. It's gonna suck. Watch that first step, my friend. By the collar. Come with me. <laughs> And then our number one game of the year for 2017, Best Links Games Podcast, game of the year 2017, is Bomber Crew. Percy the Pigeon gives you his regards, or her regards. Flax opening up. Keep the home fires burning. Bomber crew. I, you know, this whole list, this is 10, 10 games that are just magnificent gifts to be able to play. And we have, I have three runners up. We got time for it, Ivor? Yeah. Fuck you, Ivor. You're fired. Happy New Year. Happy New Year! We have three runners-up. Three games that just did not quite make the list. First is Ballistic Overkill, which is a great first-person shooter, multi, uh, multiplayer, online, stats-based, kind of like Counter-Strike, but kind of crossed with um, Unreal Tournament 2003, 2004. Ballistic Overkill. It is a it's a good game. It has a huge player base and a lot of weapons and uh, a lot of unlocks and it's a progressive game and it's very very pretty and it runs fantastically on Linux. So if you're looking for a first person shooter that is fairly mindless, match based, um, we're talking team deathmatch or team objective based like control point kind of thing, capture the flag kind of stuff. Um, Ballistic Overkill is what you want. That's 2017 for Linux. Then also, the sequel to my very much beloved Mechanica. Sequel to Mechanica, Agatha Knife, 
which is a point-and-click adventure game um, all about loving the animals and how much you love them. It's a deeply perverse, hilarious game. You will love Agatha Knife. And then finally, in our runners-up, Cossacks 3. The sequel to one of my favorite games of all time. I hate real-time strategy games, but Empire Building, Army Building, was never as good as Cossacks. You want to talk about Napoleonic Warfare? Well, you can fucking conscript soldiers. You have to fucking mine everything and, you know, build a uh, town and then a you know city and stuff but you can fucking conscript peons and turn them into formations with led by officers who are capable of actually changing their battle orders It was a revolutionary game back then and it is still Cossacks 3 its latest iteration which came to Linux this year is fantastic. So that'll do us for this year. Um, I will see you in 2018. Many, 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 many thank yous to uh, all of our listeners, all of our friends, Um, especially to you. Thank you for listening. Uh, and thank you. Forget listening. Thank you for being part of the free and open source software. Movement, idiosphere, it's never been as important or more relevant than it is now. And trust me, my friends, in terms of gaming, It has never been better. Three years down. Hopefully many more to come. Sante. Cheers, Ivor. Ivor Molina. Holding up the whiskey sign. Have have a happy and a healthy new year. And uh, all the best for you and yours. Keep the home fires burning. Though your hearts are yearning While your lands are far away They dream, oh yes, they dream of home There's a silver lining Well, cheers! Happy New Year!
a good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yada yada yo. Four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yada yada e. Four or five times. Matt Damon. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.